Hey guys, before we start, I just want to thank you for your support by listening. It would really help us if you subscribe, share, and leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate it, and let's get started. Never before. Like, when was the last time that I was able to, you know, basically email Bill Cosby because I watch a Cosby show? Or Family well, you Ties. you can write him now. <laughs> yeah, he'll take my call. But... <laughs> Hi, Onyx fam. Welcome to the Onyx Life, where change comes with challenge. Every episode, we take you on a journey, moving you from the struggle life to the Onyx Life, creating happy homes, financial empires, and exploring the lighter side of life. My name is Merthel. And I'm Rita. And today's topic is, should we encourage kids to be YouTubers? Now, the reason why we ask this question is because we actually were approached by somebody who wants us to talk to their child about being a YouTuber. Now this child um, has made it very clear that they wanna be a YouTuber and they wanna quit school and they would love to be homeschooled so that they would be able to pursue their career in YouTube. Now this parent is, I would say a bit perturbed. This parent is distressed in 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 a position of distress because they don't think that that's a really good idea. And so what they want us to do is they want us to go and talk to their child and to tell their child that that it's not perfect being a YouTuber and to discourage this child from being a YouTuber. Now, my question is, is should we encourage or discourage this kid from being a YouTuber, or all kids for that matter. Um, There is, um, because he's just a representative of a larger microcosm of this new generation. That is, you know, this is is what they wanna be. Now, there was, um, there was uh, statistics that have been going out for many, many generations. And every time that they gather the data as to what career um, children are interested in being, there's certain ones that just constantly go to the top. There's like the firefighter and there is the pilot and there is the astronaut. And these usually are pretty up there, usually in the top 10. And then you'll always have the policeman somewhere in the top 10 and then you'll have a scientist and these are traditional like the old school um they'll say they're a veterinarian or a doctor every single one of these um have been traditionally since careers uh, most modern in modern times these have been very common teacher used to be very high up there along with the doctor and the vet veterinarian kids always want to uh, be a veterinarian and then of course you know, an athlete. So, so these are some of the very traditional ones. And so way back in the day, everybody wanted to be a teacher, a doctor, a veterinarian. People still do though. I mean, we have people Mm -hmm. in our family even who are pursuing medicine, they're pursuing teaching, um, all sorts of stuff. And so I don't even think that this just uh, way back in the day, it's still happening right now. Well, it is. And they, they had, um, in the turn of the century, they 
you know, did the results again and scientist was at the top and then they had doctor and then they had teacher. So teacher kind of dropped a bit, but um, more people want to be a doctor. And I think it's just perceived that if you're a doctor, the perception is is that um, that you're going to make money. And so I think that that is some of the some of the things. Yeah, I think that um, I think that right now I can't really understand why teaching has always stayed up. I understand that there is that altruistic part of it that's like, I want to be there. I want to shape the young minds of the future. And I can really understand that. It's just that the other side of it seems so difficult. And I admire people who can see that and still push through and pursue this thing because um, we have so many friends and family who are teachers and what they describe from the lack of good pay to the conditions of some of the classrooms to the parents who are not accepting anymore when their kids are failing. They don't take any responsibility for where their kids are in their future. Right. They blame it all on the teacher. Right. And then get upset when the teacher disciplines their student or doesn't pass their student. Right. So it's headache from all of that. And on top of it, kids these days, there is a true disrespect for, for a lot of, uh, of teachers and authority in general mm-hmm. that they are putting up with so much. And I have seen teachers that I know have physical symptoms of hair falling out, um, irregular periods, um, shingles, whatever mm. you can, whatever you name it, that's what they are getting just because of the stress. Right, right. It, 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 it's pretty bad out there. And so I was, I was surprised to see teacher kind of high up there. But then, of course, there is a few that jumped up, like engineer that jumped into the mix. I feel like with engineer, I feel like it's this, and I know that a lot of engineers are, I know, I know that engineers know what they're doing. But I feel like for me, when someone says, I want to be an engineer, I'm like, I feel like, you know, remember when they used to say on Martin, Tommy, like, you ain't got no job, Tommy. Like, what well, do you do? I feel like, yeah, like, and what then do he you do? And tries to explain Exactly. He, he That's what I feel it. like when yeah. an engineer tells me they're an engineer. Well, okay, what what do you do? Like, what, what, do you, do you what is do? an engineer? <laughs> but there's so many types of engineer. But they, these are, and then the policeman was on there, an astronaut and all that stuff. So kids have always been dreaming big. They've always been these big dreamers. Um, but recently they've redone this thing and it's flipped on its head. Um, It's it's truly incredible because now when they do it, the most recent results is that number one is YouTuber. Now, YouTube has just been around for, you know, I would say how many years now? It's probably going on maybe 15 years. No, not YouTube. Um, The internet is going on probably, what, 15 years? I have I don't even know. When did it? No, it was in the 90s, the internet. In the 90s, yeah, but it was very so it was like scarce. like 20-something yeah. years. But YouTube hasn't been around for I don't remember when that YouTube long. was made. Like, was it right. 2000? I don't really know. You know I have what? to look that's, it up. Yeah, that's a good thing to look up. While I'm, while I'm talking, look that up. But YouTube has not been around for that long. But when we look at the statistics, it is incredible that now that they're asking kids... 2005, February 14th, 2005. 2005, wow, that is incredible. So 2005, we're only dealing with 13 years here. 
And in 13 years, the next generation is speaking resoundingly that this is what they want to do. Um, they want to be YouTubers. And that's at the top. And it's not at the top by a small margin. It's at the top by a huge margin. And then the next one right underneath it is they want to be a blogger or a vlogger, which is basically the, basically the same thing. I mean, to blog or vlog on YouTube or to blog or vlog on social media platforms, that's what they want to do. And then right underneath that is musician and singer. So it's all entertainer. And of course, I'm sure that they want to sing or be a musician on YouTube and have their YouTube site and then actor and filmmaker. Well, that's funny how that's lo below all of that. Actor and filmmaker. Mm -hmm. Well, well, the interesting thing is, is that what they're saying is, is that the kids um, are that's what they're watching. You see, they're not watching television the same. So back in the day, they would want to be an actor. But now it's more YouTube. Well, you know, I feel like when back in the day, remember I Love Lucy? She was always wanting to get into show business and would always be like, Ricky, you don't let me go. You don't let me audition, you know. Right. And it used to be like, oh, wow, the golden age of television, the golden age of of movies and I don't think that we have that. We have a lot of prestige TV. I just mm -hmm. learned that term the other day, like prestige TV, like really produced, high produced, um, you know, television shows that we have right now. And I think that it's still not the golden age. I think it's more the golden age of the streaming sites, right? you know, and like the golden age of social media. And like those are taking the center stage and the content is almost secondary to right, what right. they're going to probably write about this generation That's because true. there are so many shows so many people out there it would be very hard to keep up whereas before in show business you only you only had a, a handful of of big actors and actresses mm -hmm. and they just recycled them through every movie you know during their contract so people they wanted to get you know um joan crawford she came in you know a whole bunch of different types of movies where and and they kind of do that right now and they're doing that right now like let's say with marvel mm -hmm. you know i can never really look at thor outside of chris hemsworth or iron man outside of robert downey jr right because that's who they just keep recycling them over and over and over. But the real stars right now are the social media and streaming giants like YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and they're just Netflix doing so much. and Hulu and Amazon. They're, yeah. just, they're just doing so much now. But I really don't know how we're going to address this situation and how we're going to talk to this kid because the expectation of the parent is to set my kids straight. You know, let them let them. You know, give them a real dose of reality. I find that weird, though, because in some way that we, this is a huge part of what we do. Mm -hmm. We have other projects that we keep teasing that we are coming out with that aren't on YouTube. But in general, it is still the same concept of being an entrepreneur, putting out creative content to entertain. Yeah. And um, so you're asking us basically to the way that this person asked us was like this person thinks that your job and everything is perfect your life is perfect that's mm -hmm. what she said your life is perfect and i want you to tell this person that how your life is not perfect and okay that's understandable no life is perfect, perfect right but 
I can't remember what else she said, but there were some other things, and the undertone was basically saying, Try so to just, discourage so him. So just tell him like, not to get into you know, YouTube right. and this and that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why would I sit here and just down what we do? Right. I mean, I, so I'm I, not quite sure what the expectation right. is. And that's I what mean, I'm, I'm, I'm honest. I'm honest about all the challenges. But right. at the same time, I really hope that I am also being clear that it's a wonderful blessing that was given to us. Yeah, for our everybody family. Everybody that, yeah. that I know that has had good success on there. Absolutely. So, I mean, it is, it's going to be, it, 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 it's going to be a challenge to try to meet that parent's expectation of what to say. And yet at the same time, just be truly honest. I mean, um, this particular person um, is exposed to our family to a degree where they can see for themselves how this has impacted our family so this is not a complete stranger this is somebody that is in our life to a degree enough where they are exposed to our life and if you're exposed to our life that means that you're going to see where we live you're going to see how we live you're going to see our relationships and how it um and, and our relationships preceded youtube right so the, the relationship it's, it's we have not but, from youtube absolutely but at the same time it has enhanced in many ways our relationship because what it does is it gives us far more time to be able to work on things together so as a family we work together um we worship together we play together we have far more time now that we do youtube to be able to enjoy ourselves as a family than when we were not on youtube but so again I, it's, it's hard not for youtube and for me i don't believe it's youtube for me it is a family spirit. business right. of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. I, I agree. But it just so happens that it just so happens a, a to large YouTube. part is YouTube. But the yeah. other stuff that we do together, the other stuff that we have coming out right. is not YouTube, but yet it still fosters the same the same things. Right, right. Working together as a family, have, um, being creative together, and being able to um, be in a certain lifestyle. Right. And I... When I think about like our conversation, because yeah, we are going to meet with them. We are going to talk with them mm -hmm. and we are going to be honest. But at the same time, I was already telling her, you know, you know, you should probably take some tips when we go and talk, mm -hmm. because at some point this person is going to want to start it. Right. And you and be he better probably shares, if you. And he probably shares. And the reason why I said, you know, that kids in general, because of this thing he is just a part of a larger voice that's saying this and it says seven of the best things about being a youtuber that kids think and they say number one creativity you get to make cool videos and content well okay let's 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 break down each one right yeah so so of course like you get to be you you get to be yourself and create something cool that other people get to watch and be able to validate what you do. Now, there's a lot of kids that will create things, but they don't have an audience to be able to share that creativity. And for these kids, they're just like, I'm creative. I want to do something cool and I want to be able to share it. You know, yes, and, 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 you know, show and tell is just what a handful of kids. But, but <laughs> what they don't understand and what they don't know is that you can only be yourself to a point. You cannot be fully yourself <clears throat> because YouTube has guidelines. They do. And so if you're a person that, let's say, loves to curse, 
You can't do that. And, and there's if you a do lot of that, people that you do. will get less ads and you won't get money. And that's that's interesting because when YouTube started locking down on people that would curse and and do content that was risque, they started getting upset and saying, "Why are you censoring me?" Yeah, they and did. So and and before it was when it was the wild wild west, I would see these YouTubers and they thought cursing was going to actually drive views more to their channel. Mm-hmm. They thought they were actually being by being sensational sensationalistic. No, what am I talking about? By being sensational, <laughs> it's t- I'm late. It's it's late. I'm tired. Um, by being sensational, that they would get more views and therefore be promoted more. And for a time, that was true. Right now, they're like, okay, well, we can't do that. So let's say you also are a person that loves creepy, mysterious things. Like, ooh, I want to talk about conspiracy theories or unsolved mysteries. Well, go ahead and do it, but you won't be promoted. Right. Because. At the end of the day, YouTube has turned into a platform that is please the advertisers right. first and foremost, and you need to conform to it. Now, there is a, a level of creativity and uniqueness that you will bring because no one, no two creators are alike. Are alike, yeah. But at the same time, it's a fallacy if you think you're going to be your complete self right. and then be able to be successful. Um, YouTube is still your boss. So you it's not like you don't have a boss. There is still someone that is creating pretty rigid guidelines. And mm-hmm. oftentimes it is very inconsistent. So definitely one of the things that I will tell this kid and I'll and, and, and just speaking to kids just in general is, is that if you're looking for a career where you have uh, consistency and um, clear, direct guidelines and rules that govern the workplace, YouTube is not that place. Hmm. Now, there are a lot of workplaces that have governing rules and then there's governing bodies that say you can't treat a woman like this or you can't treat a man like this or you can't treat a black person like this or you can't treat this. There are there are um, unions that are able to take up for they don't have that on YouTube. And so these checks and balances, you can really um, be affected in a very negative way without any support systems that are behind many of the traditional careers that's right and so that would be definitely one of the things that i would share that yes you know if you're looking for the 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 type of stability and um guidelines that are consistent and support systems like unions and things like that that can that can um protect you well youtube doesn't have that um there 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 is an article that was talking about um that same thing about unions and protection and it came out today because one of the kids uh, channels um was seven super girls and this seven super girls the guy that um does a channel he's like in his 50s and he was just arrested for uh, abusing some of the children uh the way he talked to them touching them inappropriately And the whole concept of the show was that he would recruit young girls anywhere between the ages of like six to 16. And then he would have them do like unique content. And then he would drive their uh, fame to their website and then they would get paid for it. And if you became a super uh, one of the seven super girls, whoa, like that was that you made it and he was taking advantage of them. And so these are some of the things that happen on YouTube also, which is the oversight, not enough oversight, not enough 
um, guidance. And so what we find happening is, is that that can really impact kids. Um, and some people make the argument that uh, many families um, also, because there is no um, uh, no guidelines for children like how they would be as a child actor, uh, many people are concerned that parents are pushing the envelope with their children and it, it is violating work labor laws because they're making them overwork or they're having them do some crazy things in order to get the views. And But you know, I feel that people on YouTube are targeted with that, but nobody says that about gymnasts. You know, when I read right. biographies of these young girls... For generations. Exactly. When I read those biographies, they are maybe doing like a few hours of school and then they are basically practicing for 15 hours. Right. And it's strenuous. A lot of them don't even live with their families anymore. Right. They live at the training. They live with like host families that are close to the training facility. Where they are molested. Exactly. And nobody says, let's shut down the whole gymnastics because right. there are m people molesting people. Or let's restructure and, or the culture. Somehow, and they let's don't. restructure the culture of gymnastics so that right. the parents are able to be there and this and that. No. Right. And they don't blame the parents when we could say, where were the parents? Even right. in that. But for some reason, with YouTube, it's like, oh my goodness, where's the parents? We need to shut this down. We need to do this. We need to do that. And it's just like, hold on. Why the double standard? Right. And it's almost like it's a targeted um, hit piece that is done all the time on right. YouTube and families. Same thing with coaching, uh, minor league baseball, when the kids are coming up and little leagues, same kind of molestation situation, same thing right. with child but actors. they don't shut it down. Same thing with child actors. Child right. actors have been going through this for gen generations. Generations. And, and I'm not saying that the hit piece is, is exposing truth. No, I'm talking about when they start going into what are we going to do about these YouTube families and kids. The right. majority of them, 99% of them are run by loving, loving parents. parents who have who create. And we've met wonderful a lot of them. Oh, yeah. We've met a lot of them. We're friends with a lot of them. Too. Exactly. So it's not a scenario where I, I, I mean, clearly you can see which families are just exploiting. Right. And you know what? I personally have not met them yet. But I'm sure like just going on YouTube, I'm sure you'd probably be able to see. I did hear, for example, I did hear one family where she, because of the views and the algorithm going down and all sorts of things, she started saying like, oh, YouTube hates us. They think we're boring. And she would tell that to her daughter. And her, it was her daughter and her making these videos. And so her daughter felt really bad. They had to move. She felt very sad wow. and was depressed and all that. Clearly, that's not a healthy situation. No. But that's only one. I have met far more families that protect their children as much as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I mean, there's, you know, there is that. But... At the end of the day, you know, we got to share, you know, all of these kind of things. But, you know, um, the well, number two, because um, we're going through the list, seven of the best things that kids think about being a teenager, fame, fame. They they want to be famous. And this is a way that they feel they're going to be famous. Um, I know that for us, I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous just how many people will approach us when we're just going 
to do something mundane like shopping for groceries or something. I like I I I just don't understand this quest for fame, and it's not because I'm better or, or anything like that. Because I don't feel that way. I think it's just the way some people um, are just wired. Some people are more introvert, and so we don't necessarily want that in that way. Mm-hmm. But I might take fame in another way. You know, I might say, hey, I want to be known for something else where right. I'm not so much like in front of the camera. But um, I do have to say, though, that it is actually a good way to get that fame. Right. I think kids are absolutely right. And even going back to the first point about creativity, I, I do want to say on the positive side, yes, you can be very creative and have your own brand of creativity that that is uniquely you. And it is a, definitely an, an opportunity to be um, self-expressive in your uniqueness and right. then of course that brings you the fame that you are seeking if you are an average you know if you're making average videos and, and there's nothing really special about it mm-hmm. the funny thing is YouTube still might promote you <laughs> yeah that's the funniest part about it <laughs> I know you guys are probably me, thinking I was gonna say something else but nope but for me it, it really is not about fame I mean um, I like influence See, fame to just be famous just for people to recognize you, sometimes it can actually be, um, it can it can actually disturb your day. It can actually not necessarily be a comforting thing. Sometimes you may want to just go out and not have to dress up per se and look presentable. What what if you just want to just like roll out of bed and just kind of like not go even, get some milk? We're not it's, even you know, that at famous store. at all. We're not even that famous at all, at all, at all, at all. But yet, we have been recognized so much when we go out that I have started to say, oh my goodness, I have to just to a certain extent right. when I go out now. We can't just. We I mean, just can't I used roll to wear bed. like these stretchy leggings um, with just my sandals and just some top and just be like, you know, did I put lotion on my feet? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Let's just go out. Right. And it just started to become like, oh my goodness, because. This person wants a picture. And I the, look really raggedy. Or this person wants a FaceTime. Right. I look terrible. Like, yeah. And the thing about it is that how do you tell a child this? Like I having a conversation with an adult, they would fully understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But a child would be like, that's what I want. That's exactly what I want. So that's that's tough. The other one is self-expression. Now, I don't know if the kids actually said self-expression, but I guess they, they probably pulled it together. You get to make the content you want to make. Well, we already, talked, we already about talked about that to a certain degree. Yeah. And then the other one was money. It pays very well. Well, it does. And it, and it for does. For those who are successful, it does. Right. So at the end of the day, like, what, what do you tell the kid? No? I mean, just, <laughs> yeah, the other, right. just the other day, um, there, um, there was an article actually that I saw where there is a YouTuber and he just dropped a $10,000 tip um, to at a diner for, and he just ordered like two glasses of water. But he went in there specifically so that he could do something big for somebody. And so he just dropped a $10,000 tip. And and the same guy, he's given huge tips before, like ordered a pizza and just gave the pizza guy 10000 And on his on his vlogs, he will show like giving his mom like $100,000. Now, if kids see this kind of stuff, or they even look at our life and they see the cars we drive or the house that we live in, how do you say to a child, you know, I, I'm not quite sure how to you know, tell the child. I guess the best thing that we could do is just say you have to do well with your money because you never know 
Well, the statistics what? are also that not even 10%, I don't even know. It's like the top, I can't even, it, it, it's like a, there's a decimal point in front of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe the top 0.1% or something. I don't know. It's such a very small amount of people who are doing really well on YouTube mm-hmm. in order to have a certain lifestyle. Right. The majority of people are only making pennies, but when you look at it, the majority of people do not up do not upload regularly. Right. And then there are some who do upload regularly, but for one thing or another, their their stuff has really not hit the algorithm right. and being promoted. But then and then there's that group that does really well and. So you could tell a kid that, but they will just think, well, don't worry. I'll be the one that makes it. I'll be the one that does well. Right. So it doesn't really matter. Statistics don't matter. If that were the case, the, the lottery wouldn't be at this point in time while I'm speaking over $2 billion. Wow. So how do you tell a person don't play the two? It's basically going to the kid and saying, hey, don't play the lotto when it's two point something million. Yeah. You know. Billion, not billion, million. right? Because people are like, if you don't play, you don't win. They they want to they want to jump in the game, and maybe they'll be the one that makes that money. Because somebody will. Somebody has to, and we did. So you know, there you go. So um, the next thing is people working with cool people. Um, I can't tell you the amount of kids that write us and are like, your mom and your dad are so cool. I oh, wish boy. my mom and dad were that cool, you know, and it's just like, so this is, these are the kind of things that a lot of the, probably this parent came to us because she has to endure or this parent has to endure hearing, you know, these kind of sentiments, like, why can't you be like so-and-so or, you know, and it just, um, a lot of kids just want to want to be cool and be around cool people. And they think if you're on YouTube, you're cool. So um, that's one of the things. Another thing is recognition. And of course, recognition is the same thing as fame. But wait, before you go move on, the, the cool people part, most YouTubers are very lonely, are very isolated because you're working usually out of your house or on location somewhere and mm-hmm. you're just busy doing your own channel. It's very rare to actually... Um, work all the time with people and when it does happen there can be usually a lot of drama because in this business it's very cutthroat it's a very it's it's a very um we've talked about it before there have been some really shady things i don't want to let it happen i don't want to put myself down but youtube creates a lot of hype and we create a lot of hype our average life is a very simple life. Very simple. Go out to buy groceries mm-hmm. is a highlight. You know, that's a big part of our day, you know. And <laughs> your <some> day. <laughs> mundane. I'm just saying mundane tasks that the average person does, YouTubers also do. And Well, a big part of my day is the administration behind it. Right. Making sure our taxes are paid because we have to pay. We don't get to pay once a year like everybody who doesn't have like a entrepreneur yeah. or basically anybody who has their own business. You got to pay either once quarterly quarter, yeah. or once a month or whatever. And so I'm busy with that. I'm busy with trademarks. I'm busy with making sure that um, business calls. I cannot 
tell you, I remember a long time ago, I used to be like, I wonder what it would be like to be busy with like calls and emails because I would hear about other people like, oh, my inbox is so full. And now every day it just keeps going up and up and up with calls and emails and setting up things. A kid doesn't, never has to deal with that. Like our kids just generally, now that our kids are older, we're trying to incorporate them into some of these business decisions and trying to get them to do a little bit more of that stuff so that they're familiar. No, a kid doesn't know that, but you might have an older person or a teenager who wants to do it or a parent of a kid and they might even be thinking, oh, well, all we do is right. just upload videos, right? Um, no. Right. And it's a, and, and, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that because one of the things that we can actually say is that it's a commitment for the entire family because this kid is not old enough to have to deal with all of that stuff. And so it would mean that it needs to be a partnership of, you know, if it's a kid, the parent has to be involved and these are the kind of things that they would be responsible for. And that's a lot of work, having to make the phone calls, having to deal with all these uh, deals, whether it's brand deals, um, taxes, because you head, end up in another tax bracket. If you just really make it, you end up in another tax bracket. And now you need to learn about how to mm-hmm. invest your money in a certain way and how to spend your money in a certain way and things like that. So you got to incorporate. Got it. A lot of people right. don't know that you start off and then all of a sudden now it's like I, I have to I better incorporate to save money on my taxes. But once you incorporate now you're doing a whole separate thing of taxes for business. And I'm not trying to bore you all with the details. I'm just saying that it's not simply upload a video and just live this happy life. There you go. All right. And then traveling. They say that you get to go to cool places. And if you choose. If you choose to do that. Right? Like most not every most youtubers don't do travel ones that's a whole nother expense you know i see a lot of travel instagrammers but i'm sure there are travel channels there are but i mean it's it's a lot Mm -hmm. it's a lot to travel take your camera live out live out of a um, hotel and i'll tell you why because nobody will tell you this but i'm gonna tell you guys this it matters where you upload yeah, your it does. videos it really does so if you are in a place where the cpm member cost per thousand clicks or not clicks per thousand views cost per thousand views guys if you are where a cpm is low which is practically anywhere outside of the us uk uh canada germany outs- if you're outside of all those particular areas you are getting pennies, pennies for your views, right. pennies. So let's just say, oh, I want to be a travel vlogger on YouTube. Okay, great. I'm going to spend most of my time in Philippines and Thailand and all and these places. You, what you can do is you can film. And if your editor lives in the United States, you can send that stuff to them and have them upload for yeah, you. Yeah, but most people don't do that. Most people don't do that. But so they don't give their this editor is the that. way you can make money with that brand deals. Right. And the interesting part is, though, is that the better brand deals I think you get for those travel vloggers are on Instagram. Yeah, because not necessarily. Not YouTube. necessarily on YouTube. So it's a it's a big strategy out there. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, you might see channels from like Vietnam or all these places. They get millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of views, but they're not getting as nearly as much as let's say a channel that only gets thousands of views 
that are that is actually here in the U.S. It's right. just the way advertising dollars work. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not. It's not. So equal. it's easier to be an Instagrammer, go and travel because it's not dependent on any type of algorithm. You have time to actually go set up the perfect shot. You know, you 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 throw everything into that shot and then you take that photo. It's way easier than having to go and actually film a whole video, edit that video, upload it, and then... But there are travel YouTubers, so I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just saying that there's, there's, there's challenges with it. Absolutely. And then also lugging around equipment. Right, right. That, that, that can get tedious and expensive. So. Um, so in general, in general, what they say that kids are saying is, is that it's entertaining, it's more interesting than TV. And that um, they get to know what they follow and keep up with their favorite YouTubers. Now, beyond keeping up with the Kardashians, where they intentionally make sure that they are filming every single thing that they do, I think that that's one of the biggest game changers between TV and YouTube and why kids actually are gravitating more towards YouTube and want to be YouTubers is because... Never before, like there may be a show called Cribs or something, and you just get that one little spotlight into their life. And then they go back in the corners, wherever they are, in their (laughs) their big mansions, and you never get to see what they're doing on a daily basis. These kids are become obsessed with their YouTube um, stars because they get to see everything that they are doing. The day in day, they know what you eat. They know when you sleep. They, they know got what your, your bedroom book. looks they like. They know what your bedroom, they know what your closet looks like. They know the purses that you usually a, wear. The funniest thing they is, know is everything. that people, some of the friends that we have that have children that watch our channels, when they come to our home, they start going off like, oh, yeah, I know where, I, I know where to go. Oh, I know here. I know there. And it's just the funniest thing because it's like they think that they just fully know our life mm-hmm. because, you know, we, you know, so much of our home is shown on on the on the camera but this really appeals to kids because never before like when was the last time that i was able to you know basically email bill cosby because i watch a cosby show or family ties write him now (laughs) yeah he'll take my call (laughs) but but family ties i shouldn't joke about that yeah but family ties and all those things, Magnum PI, whatever, whoever your star Ooh, you're was. You're dating yourself. I really am. A team, A team, and and Mr. T. Like, how many times did we? How how much access did we have to these people? We had none. 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 No none. access. We had no idea what Fresh their Prince. what their real name was. We had no idea. Yeah. These kids. These kids. This is huge for them. Like they 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 know you as a star, then they know your personal life, and so you I know. just saw this tweet today actually, and I just think that it's appropriate to what we're saying actually. Um, I'm just gonna pull it up right now, and it was this girl. She tweeted to another YouTuber, "Tonight is really hard. I'm thankful for so and so for putting their vlogs out on YouTube." One coping mechanism I found is to watch their videos and think about how my problems seem huge now, but I can look forward to when I have a family in the future. And the person wrote back, 
Our channel started because I lost my job, we had to sell our home, and move to a new city while our baby was hospitalized with pneumonia. Whoa. <laughs> sometimes life is hard, sometimes it gets better. Hearing that our videos bring people joy truly is the greatest reward for what we do. And Whoa, that what a, particular family. What a splash of reality. That particular family, we were actually at a meet and greet, and we were one of the people there. And that family was there, and they were super nice. They were just very friendly, just as nice as they are on camera. And I saw so many people lined up just to meet them. That this is the thing, though. The parents are in their 30s. The kids are, they have kids. They're little kids. Like little kids. Right. So the people that were lined up to see them, though, were a lot of teenage girls. And I'm like, what? It was because they just saw a sense of family with them. Right. And they and yearned that. They cried when they met them. And so every day, these teenage girls are watching this this 30-something-year-old couple raise their young babies, and they are obsessed. Mm. They want to know every detail. They want to be there for all the milestones. Right. And I just, I was just like, wow. I was really, really surprised by what I saw. Just, I was just really surprised because I did not expect that that would be the audience. But you never know who's watching. You never know who you're touching right. when you're on there. And it, that is the that is the part of this statistics that they were silent in. They didn't really take that into consideration or they just didn't document it. That these TV personalities, especially the families, are sort of like substitute families for a lot of these children who either they are struggling with you know, issues at school with people bullying, and then this is their safe place to go. Um, they may not have a relationship with their parents. Maybe there's a broken home situation going on. And so they live vicariously through these families. And it's almost like a second father or a second mother to many of these children. And, um, and so many of them are inspired for that reason as well. Yeah, in fact, we I saw a comment on one of our friends' channels the other day, and this the person said, I wish you were my dad. And then our friend wrote back, Oh, that's sweet. I'll be your dad here online. Just watch watch my videos and you know, I'll be your internet dad. You know, it was very good natured and it was fun. But you do get a lot of people who become so obsessed and not just obsessed like in a negative way, but they get so ingrained in your family because they do see everything, everything. And it becomes quite a challenge when you want to actually start to pull back because they got used to seeing everything. They got this. They saw you. Right. Um, they see you when you wake up because you're like, oh, I had a great night's sleep. And oh, I'm eating breakfast now and our lunch. And now I have a meeting or whatever. They want to see it all. So we have kind of we've tried vlogging every now and then. But we're the type of people that it's like, wow, this is really not interesting. I don't see how this right, would right. garner an audience. But I do know that if we had stuck with it, we probably would have a certain audience for the vlogs. Right. But we feel our our forte is more skits, skits. and sketch comedy. Like that's where we are. It's it's too much because we do so many other things outside of it. It would just be us vlogging, sitting at our chairs. 
on the computer really working <laughs> like like the office but without the jokes exactly without the jokes <laughs> like we'd just be like you know just watch just us like, every now and then hard. like is is it breakfast or is it lunch now right and and also we're not the type that does these huge like we've got a tractor trailer and we pushed us um, we pushed it into this like hay mansion like we're not that right. type of person right. we don't blow up things we, we don't, don't jump out of planes we don't, yeah we don't <laughs> go to like insane water parks you know we're not we're not like hey guys we're going on our 13th vacation this year to hawaii and another cruise on disney we're not right. we don't even do that regularly right so, you know we're just normal but so as watch normal, your channel <laughs> as normal as we are we really hope that we bring value to your life, our comments, um, our topics, and just our perspective. We really hope that we give value to your life and we hope that we inspire you. And so while it is, the YouTuber life is definitely not a perfect life. We're not here to discourage anybody if they feel that this is something that they really wanna do. But we will give you the real deal that there are ups and downs to everything that you do. There's ups and downs to YouTube, um, and we have experienced many of those, but we really have enjoyed this journey. We're enjoying it, and one of the biggest parts of that journey is to be able to interact with our audience and to be able to inspire them, and we hope that we've inspired you as well. I want to say that I, a lot of times when I talk about YouTube, a lot of people may think, oh, she's very negative. I'm not really trying to be negative. I'm trying to say both sides because I feel like the positive is very obvious. There's a lot of YouTubers who are living incredible lives that had they not had the opportunity on YouTube, we a lot of us would not be. And for me, it changed my life and it let me feel confident in doing something in entrepreneurship. It also let me see how unique and funny my kids are i had no clue before this that they had the ability to make these funny types of skits mm. and also have this quirky type of um humor i i also know that we would never have this influence to minister to minister or influence millions of people on a daily basis and i i do know that to me the internet is the way of the future so for ours to have a content on there from now, as our kids are so young, they're gonna be able to look back five, 10, 20 years from now and be like, whoa, this is what you guys were doing. This is how you guys were entertaining. It's just been an incredible opportunity. The sad part about it is because it's becoming more and more mainstream, I don't know how much longer creative, unique people from home are gonna be able to continue to upload that's the whole premise of youtube and that's why i'm very thankful for it because when i want netflix shows i go to netflix right. or when i want hbo or whatever i go to those channels but when i want to see someone upload a cat video or when i want to see a conspiracy theory or when i want to see um, a review or someone show me how to put together this cabinet or someone show me how to do this thing on word or whatever i really appreciate the fact that we have something like youtube right and there are things like instagram tv and face facebook watch those things are coming up and i believe in the future it's just going to get bigger and bigger and we are going to have more individual content but the model on youtube the the monetization on there is an incredible opportunity and if you really want to get in on it, now is the time before it slowly gets swallowed up by mainstream. And I don't know how how it's going to evolve for sure, 
but I know that I've seen this thing change even within the last two and a half years. I've seen it really change to a point where, you know, you really better conform to the rules or you're out. Right. And so now is the time because whenever they decide to clean house again, um, and then we're stuck with just highly produced mainstream content, we're really going to miss it. So get on there while you can. Get that money while you can. Correct. Well, thanks for listening. Please make sure to leave a rating and review for us. Subscribe and share. Join us again Monday through Friday. Show notes are found on theonyxlife.com. Join our Facebook, The Onyx Life, and follow us on Twitter at Rita Onyx, at Mitch Onyx, and at, on, at The Onyx Life. And on Instagram at The Onyx Life Official. Now go live that Onyx life where change comes to a challenge. See you next time. <laughs>